Opinionated Marketers, a podcast from Cambridge Marketing College. Hello and welcome to Opinionated Marketers with Charles Nixon and me, Kieran Kapoor. Charles, you found an article about war games this week. Well, it's not quite um, as um, toy soldierish as it sounds. It's actually (laughs) that um, British Telecom actually simulated what would be the ramifications should there be a military flare-up between China and Taiwan. Um, And we talk in... um, uh, the CIM courses and, and others about the need to uh, consider the options um, and the likely scenarios for the future. Um, but it's unusual to see a corporation actually talk about the fact that it has planned. If we go back long uh, decades ago, uh, Shell was very famous for having its scenario planning and business planning departments um, some of which became famous business models that are now followed. Um, but this one was particularly uh, interesting because uh, as we move perhaps into spring and the sun comes back and everybody starts to think the world is very nice and happy rather than all the doom and gloom that we've had over the uh, the winter, um, it's perhaps not a bad idea to be reminded that just a little bit of planning isn't actually a bad idea. It's interesting, isn't it, that we we do talk about um, in our courses and classes that one should do scenario planning, and yet BT decides to do scenario planning and suddenly it hits the FT. It's a mm. scenario plan. It doesn't mean they necessarily think this is going to happen. They're just making absolutely certain they know what to do if it happens. Uh, absolutely. And um, the other element that I think comes from the article specifically is the fact that they used a consultancy um, to help them do that. And um, the consultancy said that they have increasingly run contingency exercises for an increasing number of corporate clients. Um, and I think that is a, a lesson for marketers to take away, which is that this is not the sort of weird and wonderful textbook um exercise um, that has been talked about in the past, but actually is now a very practical um, situation that people need to think about. What would be the case if your supply chain had disruption um, or if there became disruption to uh, whatever happens to be the most um, threatened aspect of your business? Um, It's, I think it's important that these things are thought about, not as a scary tactics, not as a um, scenario that um, is just something to do. It is quite literally, it is so much easier to respond to something if you have thought about it. And if you haven't thought about it, then you really don't know where you would go should the situation arise. Because there are so many options in corporations as to the way in which you might respond to a shortage of a particular component or a um, a disruption to supply chains. Um, But you need to think about quite clearly um, where is the best means to put your resources for the best reward. And that doesn't tend to happen when you're being pressurized for a solution in, in a very short period of time. So plan when you've got the time. Yes, it's interesting that the, I mean, they specifically in this particular simulation looked at the idea that um, disruptions to supply chains, which is something you and I have talked about many times of how important it is to protect your supply chains and know what's going on. Um, But the idea was that I think something actually gets um, 
the uh, be- the, uh, the scenario is that Beijing sinks a ship near Taiwan, um, which is a key supplier of semiconductors to the telecoms industry. So it's quite interesting how it's not just any old war game, oh, China does this. The idea was to be quite, there's obviously some very specific scenarios where they're actually looking at, and if this happened, then how would we do it? And I think that's quite important with scenario planning, because it can be very easy for it to be a little bit vague. You do mm. have to actually come up with some specific scenarios and then think, so how would we cope with that? Yes, that's very true. It's got to be precise. It doesn't have to be vague because you don't really get a great deal of benefit out of it if it's vague because when the reality crops up, should it do, then um, your planning has been limited use. Um, So you you do need to be quite specific. That in itself may well be uh, a... um, barrier to some companies doing it on the basis that there may be multiple potential scenarios but that shouldn't be the barrier you should work through most of them and certainly on the basis of probability start with the ones that are most likely to happen semiconductors is a big issue because taiwan is one of the major suppliers uh, of, tele- uh, of of chips um and should that uh, get disrupted all sorts of industries are going to have problems. We saw during the pandemic that even motor car um, manufacturers and white goods manufacturers had problems um, with lockdowns of supply chain disruption because semiconductors are in everything. So the result of which is that you know, they, the knock-on effect is quite considerable. Um, so I, I think this is important. I think planning is important. And uh, the element I think you were mentioning of the government testing over the weekend an emergency service on its mobile phones uh, is also a good thing to do. Yes, this is the UK government on Sunday, I think it's at three o'clock in the afternoon or something, they're going to do a, um, I've forgotten how long, there's an alert blast that will come through to laptops and phones. Um, They do have to be 4 and 5G, I noticed. And it was interesting that the government announced this was going to happen because obviously we don't want people driving and then jumping out of their skins. And immediately there was massive criticism about it. Um, and some, you know, some legitimate concerns that people might have hidden mobile phones for, you know, um, uh, for their safety or whatever, and therefore be concerned about the mobile suddenly making a noise and then it's no longer hidden and so on. Um, but it is quite interesting how if you come up with a scenario or you come up with an idea that in principle seems quite sensible, um, you will immediately get a backlash against, you know, what it is that you have planned to do. I'm afraid that's the media for you, in my opinion. I don't think that there's any real legitimate reason for not um, trialling this. I've been on the receiving end um, of a government announcement like this when a few years ago I was on holiday in Greece and a hurricane hit. Um, And you really did want to know what was going on. And uh, the only way that happened was a government message coming through on the mobile phone. you're stuck up high up in uh, a hill and got no idea other than the fact that the world seems to be ending with uh, um, a hurricane um, and you get a message to tell you what's going on. It is remarkably reassuring that uh, there are you know, still communications channels w- that work. So I do think that um, uh, you're right. You know, there'll always be a fuss, but I do think it's an important thing to practice. And I think um, for likewise, uh, companies need to uh, practice even to the extent that people might think that it's being alarmist. It's better to be alarmist, uh, if you like, um, and be prepared um, than not.
I absolutely agree. Charles, lovely to speak to you as ever. Like and subscribe to this feed for more podcast content. From Cambridge Marketing College.